Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day, welcome back. Darren Mitchell here, host of the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast and bringing you another brand new episode on this Monday, the 28th of November, 2022. Recording this live in the morning of Monday here from my home base in the Macedon Ranges. A beautiful day, uh, very, very close to summer, although you wouldn't feel it, you wouldn't know it because it's not that warm yet. In fact, we've had a lot of cold cold days. But uh, I digress. We're going to not talk about the weather. We're going to talk about hopefully some interesting stuff. And of course, if you are a brand new listener, if you just happen to come across this particular podcast on whichever podcast platform you are listening to, welcome. And I hope that there's enough in this particular episode to warrant you to say, hmm, maybe there's some stuff I need to go and investigate and maybe check out some of the back catalogue of which there is over 500 episodes on the platform you're listening to. So uh, I greatly encourage you to delve into that and uh, find out what resonates with you, and uh, maybe there's some stuff that doesn't as well, but that's okay. And of course, if you are a returning listener, greatly appreciate you plugging into the podcast. Really enjoy the feedback, really enjoy the conversation that I'm having with people who've been listening to the podcast for a little while, and some have been with me from day one, which started back in April 2020, so I've been going two and a half years now, and still going strong. So I greatly appreciate the commentary, and I greatly appreciate the feedback. So as we begin the new episode for the new week, a quick reminder, if you haven't yet subscribed, please press subscribe or press press follow on the Apple platform and that will enable me to let you know when new episodes are ready to be listened to, digested and implemented. And of course, if you can rate the show as well, if you like what you hear on this particular episode, or in fact, if you've liked anything I've talked about in previous episodes, do me a favor and please rate the show. It makes it a lot easier for others who are looking for content on sales and sales leadership to more easily find their program. So uh, that would be greatly appreciated as well. So as we get into today's topic, one of the things I do a lot of work on around leadership is talking to leaders and talking to teams about the importance of surrounding themselves with great people. Now, you would have heard the term like attracts like, and you may have even heard as you were growing up the important words that maybe came from a mentor, maybe even came from your parents, or if it came from your parents, you probably didn't give a huge amount of credibility to it, much like I didn't, when my mum and dad said, oh, just be careful of who you hang around with because you end up becoming like those people. Well, in leadership, it is especially, especially true. So in today's episode, I just want to delve into that in a little bit and just ask the question, are you really specific on who you are surrounding yourself with? Have you chosen the people you've you've had in your corner? And are you very, very specific and very particular in identifying the people that you do want to have in your corner? Because at the end of the day, we do become very much like the people that we hang around with. And I was reflecting on this yesterday. In fact, my mother-in-law turned 80 yesterday, so we had a bit of a birthday bash for her. And it was great to catch up with family, some of which we haven't seen for a number of years, but also some friends and, and other acquaintances of my mother-in-law and just to watch and I spent part of the afternoon just observing the people and the interactions and the conversations they were having and it just brought to bear how important it is to have good people around you who will support you, who will challenge you but also who will always be there for you and it's a great a great time of year when you can celebrate a birthday and look you see this on at funerals all the time as well. People get together 
and they reflect on and celebrate the life of the person who's passed over. And they talk in, in many, well, in most cases, they talk in really, really high high praises for the person who's who's passed on. And not only do you, can you learn some things that perhaps you didn't know about this particular person through having conversations with others who have been in their, in their presence, but you can also get a sense of the people who are in those people's corners in terms of what are the qualities that they demonstrate because there is this consistent theme that comes through. And I remember I, I spoke a couple of weeks ago about my, my uncle passing on, Uncle Ellen, who was a who was a jockey, really well-known jockey, really well-respected jockey, and he surrounded himself with some pretty good people and quality people that uh, would literally give the shirts off their back to help anybody who was in need. And it just, it just highlighted the fact that um, surrounding yourself with good people is one of the key things we should be thinking about as human beings, but certainly as leaders, we've got to be more specific in who we do surround ourselves because sometimes you don't have the choice. And sometimes I've seen this happen. People go into an organization and they've they've taken over a team and maybe there's a level of dysfunction within the team. And uh, there's, a, there's a lot of challenges that leaders find themselves having to work through in order to get to a position where that team is now starting to maybe have less dysfunction and more highly functional traits. And part of that is growing pains. Part of that is potentially removing some people. And part of that obviously is bringing in some different people and some new people that have some different dynamics to the equation. So it's a really important topic to embrace. And it's unfortunately one of those topics that not a lot of leaders spend a huge amount of conscious focus or conscious time looking at. Uh, A lot of them just go through the motions in terms of looking out and working with the people that are in front of them and not necessarily start considering the specific characteristics, principles and attitudes and, and traits that they want to have in their team and are surrounding them so that they can maximize the potential that they have as leaders, but also how can they maximize the potential that others around them have to the point where the team is absolutely humming. And I was sitting down and reflecting on this last night and I put a little post on LinkedIn around this um, and just thinking about all the all the conversations that I observed yesterday, but also just reflecting on some of the recent programs that I've done and, and some of the clients that I've been working with, the importance of being really specific on this. Now, I was thinking last night, there was a book that was written over 100 years ago by the name of As a Man Thinketh and it was written by a guy called James Allen. Now, I think he wrote this in 1903 and he described the principle that we become who we think about. And it's probably one of the first or one of the earliest books that really delved into the power of attitude, the power of mindset, and from my point of view, also the power of emotional intelligence, because what it was pretty much saying is we have to get really, really dialed in on what our own thought patterns are and building a high level of of self-awareness so you could then be conscious of the, the kind of attributes that you bring to the table, but also the kind of attributes that you need to surround yourself with. Now, this thinking 100 years ago was probably quite pioneering for the time, but it's still true today and it's probably even more true today when you think about it and as leaders we've got to be constantly vigilant over the thinking patterns that we choose to employ but also the actions that we take from those patterns of thinking now i often talk to leaders and i I talk about the are they aware of the example of their setting because and you've heard me talk about if you've been listening to the podcast for a while you know i always bang on about the fact that your team are always watching and they're always listening they're always observing what you're doing and they're always listening to what you are saying. So whatever you're thinking and whatever those thoughts, pat, thought patterns are that turn into actions, your team is watching you like a hawk. Now, if there's no match between what you're saying and what you're doing, then there's a level of, I guess, distrust or mistrust that can start to creep in. So we've got to be really, really intentional with our thinking, but also with the actions that we take. And closely aligned to these thinking patterns and these actions, of course, are the choices that we make around who we surround ourselves 
with. Now, it's interesting the number of conversations I have with leaders and many of them say, well, I didn't have a choice. I was placed into this particular team and I didn't have a choice in terms of who I surrounded myself with. And I said, well, that may be true. That might be factually correct. But what you do have control over is you have control over your thought patterns. You therefore have control over your uh, actions that you take from those thought patterns. And you also have control over the standards that you set and the expectations that you set. Now, what will happen, and I've seen this happen many times, is if you come in and you're very, very clear on what you stand for, what's important to you, and what your leadership traits are, what your leadership principles are, then it won't be long before we can start to see whether the people that are currently in your team, whether they fit those principles, whether they fit the expectations you've got, whether they fit the standards, and you can start making some choices in terms of whether your team as a function, as a cohort, is the right team for you moving forward. And that's okay because there's always going to be change. And as a leader, we have a responsibility to be leading that change or at least minimizing any detrimental impact that might come from that change. And just so you know, through that process of change, you're going to start to see some people, uh, especially under pressure, you'll start to understand whether they are the right fit for the role, whether they're right fit for the team, and also whether they are the right fit for the organization. So you can start to get a sense of whether you've got the right people surrounding you. The other thing I wanted to talk about briefly as well is it's been said often that we are the uh, average of the five closest people to us. And this happens to be in terms of attitudes, values, beliefs, performance levels, uh, incomes, and sometimes even bank balances. Now, there's always going to be exceptions to the rule to this. However, I've come to believe over many years and, and talking to people and just watching as well that there is an element of truth to this, which means that as leaders, we've got to be really, really careful in terms of who we choose to surround ourselves with. We must also choose which group or groups we would like to be associated with. So the question I want to ask you today in today's podcast as we begin the brand new week is, is the current group that you are part of? And that could be your team. It could be the business or the organization that you're part of, but also start thinking about some of the organizations, some of the groups that you're associated with outside of work as well. Have a look at those groups and ask yourself the question, are they helping you or are they hindering you? Are they building you up and are they challenging you? Or are you? do you happen to be the smartest and the most successful person in the group? Now, if that's the case, guess what? It is time to find a new group. Now, I recorded a podcast well, probably about 12 months ago on the power of mastermind. It actually might have been a little bit longer, further back than that, and the power of mastermind. And I remember one of my earliest mentors saying, get yourself into groups where you are not the smartest person. In fact, surround yourself with people who are a lot more smarter than you and it will rub off, and you'll be amazed at how quickly you can increase your level of uh, emotional intelligence, which is what we were talking about a lot at the time, but also your level of IQ as well. So just have a look at those groups, and if you happen to find yourself being the smartest person in the group, then guess what? Start finding another group to look at and to join. Now, in relation to your team, you've got to also think about your team individually, but also collectively. Are they challenging you? Do you have your team in a position where they are challenging you, they are authentic in challenging you, they're forcing you to stay ahead of the curve, they are being proactive in their pursuit of excellence, and they are creating new levels of performance that even surprises you. That is, they are independent. You haven't created that level of codependency, which you talk about a lot, but they've been very, very independent, and they've got new levels of performance they're always striving towards. My desire, my hope for you is that is the case. Now, you might have some people and some individuals that perhaps are not yet at that level, but as long as you can see the potential, as long as you see them making progress towards that, then you're potentially on the right track. If, however, you look at your team and you find, hmm, 
The vast majority of my team are sitting there waiting to be told what to do. They're looking at the instruction books and they're waiting to uh, be given permission, if you like, to take action. Then perhaps things need to change. And one of the first things to change is perhaps you doing a bit of an analysis on who you actually do have in your team and therefore who is actually surrounding you. And asking that same question, is your team helping you or is your team hindering you. So as we wrap up this particular episode for the first episode of the new week, as leaders, we've got to be really conscious of this, and that is who currently surrounds us and become more specific on the qualities that we want to have surround us. We don't want people to agree with everything we say. We don't want people to be yes people. We don't want people who are just bowing to us or taking everything we say as if it's the gospel. We want people who are going to challenge us. We want people who will force us to jump out of our comfort zone and fast-track our own leadership development, which means we've got to be really specific on who we have surrounding us. So if you haven't yet stopped to consider the people who currently surround you, then perhaps now is the perfect time to do so. And ask yourself those questions. Are they helping or are they hindering? And in the process, begin to identify those key principles and those key qualities that you want to see and you want to identify in people And go out and find those people with those qualities to step into your world because it could just be the difference that makes all the difference. So be very, very specific with who you surround yourself with. Now, you'll notice through this particular episode, I haven't been specific. I haven't dictated what qualities and what you're looking for because that's going to be different for every different person. What I am hoping that you get out of this episode, though, is if you haven't yet started to think about and had a bit of a look at who actually is surrounding me and who do I hang out with, then now is the best time to do that. And then start thinking about, okay, what's important to me as a leader? What do I stand for as a leader? What do I want to be known for as a leader? And what are those qualities? Then put those into stone and then start thinking about how do I surround myself with people who share those qualities that we can leverage each other and therefore lead to exceptional performance. So I trust that message helps and I trust that message resonates and finds you at the right time. So as a key reminder, as we wrap up this episode, if you are ready to take your leadership to the exceptional level and or you believe there's some work that can be done with your team because there's another level of performance your team can get to and you're not quite sure how to plug that gap, love to have a conversation with you about potentially helping you either work with your team but also working with you to help you become that exceptional sales leader in the next 90 plus days. To do that, simply go to my calendar at leadwithdarren.com Pick a dime that suits. We'll jump on Zoom, have a conversation about where you're at, what uh, what the current levels of performance your team is demonstrating and experiencing, but also where it needs to get to, where you'd like it to get to, and we can map out a plan and start executing that plan ASAP. So to do that, leadwithdarren.com. Or of course, you want to come directly to me, simply send me a text message, 0412 or if you're outside of Australia, plus 61 Look forward to having that conversation and as always, look forward to sharing with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com And let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.